Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Hi and welcome to this edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier, here of course for the Committee for Wyndham, who are open for business as usual, and if you want to find out what they're up to, and whether it's COVID lockdown or non-COVID lockdown, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, they are certainly open for business and uh, and happy to have a chat, and happy for you to jump on their website or their Facebook page or social media outlets to see what's going on with the uh, Committee for Wyndham. Uh, and today, we're meeting on their behalf, Lance Pritchard, who is the Secretary of the Werribee District Historical Society. Now, as you would imagine, there is a very rich and deep history uh, in Werribee. Lance has been involved for a number of years now. We'll get to all the details of that. And of course, has a little pet project of his own that uh, we're going to be talking to him about as well. So sit back, relax and enjoy Lance Pritchard from the Werribee District Historical Society. And I'm sure you'll learn something about the history of Werribee in the next 20 minutes or so. Lance, thanks so much for joining us on the Talking Women podcast. Uh, first and most obvious question is, how long have you been involved with the Werribee District Historical Society? Well, I've been involved probably over 40 years. Um, I originally uh, was asked would I copy the black and white photo collection. Yeah. And I sort of tried not to get too involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but the more I the more I copied, the more I became interested. So um, yeah, slowly I I virtually got sucked into it all, and um, yeah, so I ended up taking over the secretary's job after she left. So uh, yeah, so it's been a long involvement, and yeah, it's certainly kept me off the streets. Keeps me very busy. <laughs> the uh, the society's been going since uh, the I think the early seventies. Uh, so it's uh, you know got a fifty year history, uh, and you've been involved in yeah. all, all, all by the the beginnings of that. Um, when you when you started going through those photos and seeing things, and you were, you're clearly living in Werribee at the time, was it an an, an eye opener for you? Is that what kind of attracted you to get involved? Well, yes, uh, yeah. Uh, it's amazing um, some of the history of of Wyndham and Werribee. Um, not generally known, but um, the first accurate surveying of Victoria, um, which was called the Geodetic uh, Survey, actually started near the Hoppers Crossing Railway Station. And um, there's a, um, a special stone block that's been put into the ground there. It's called the South Base Stone. Uh, there's also a North Base Stone near the top of Sayers Road. And in line with all of that is uh, Green Hill Extension. Now, that was started off, um, obviously, towns were, had been surveyed around the state, but the distances between the towns had, was not accurately measured. Okay. So, um, yeah, the first accurate surveying, they had to measure a, a line that they knew the exact length of uh, and angle, and then from there, uh, they just used... Um, uh, sighting on hill hill stops, uh, hilltops, um, all around the state. So that went on for quite a few years, um, and then but after, after that first measurement was taken, they were just using um, just measuring angles to hilltops and calculating. So it was all trigonometry that how it was all uh, 
accurately surveyed. So is that like so, that? That's like the slab of a house. What you're talking about now, isn't it? That's the kind of building block on which the entire um, community of Wyndham sits on. Is is that that slab of uh, of where everything is? Well, yeah, we, we've got the you know we've got the actual starting point of the of the surveying of the whole of Victoria. So when you travel around the state, you might see um, a, a black circle up on a big tripod on a hilltop. Yeah. Well, they're all part of the, the geodetic survey. Okay, and that so, all cross-references back to the where you're talking about near the Lawless train station. Yeah, all, oh, wow. yeah, that's right. Jeez. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, incredib- yeah, incredibly important. And, yes, at the moment um, we have discussions with council about how we're going to recognise the North Bay Stone as, you know, subdivision edges out that way. So, uh, yeah, that's that's just uh, one of our important um, aspects of our history that no one else has got anywhere in Victoria. So, Lance, when you when so, you started uh, in that early part of the eighties, I, I guess it was when you when you got involved physically with the mm. with the, the you know the society and 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 the museum, which is which is there for people to go and visit now. What what was it? Was mm. it just a whole stack of boxes that no one had kind of put together, or was it? What was it when you when well, you started? Well, before I started, the um, the members of the historical society uh, just met in people's houses and uh, stored stuff in their garages, basically. Yeah. And then um, then eventually um, uh, we were we were given uh, several rooms of the of the second shire office. Uh, Often just called the Old Shire Office, yep. um, on the corner of Duncan's Road and um, Watton Street. Uh, the first Shire Office was was the uh, Masonic Hall, right down the other end of Watton Street, Near opposite the grand, um, yeah. Churnside Park. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've had this as our home for probably the last. I don't know, almost thirty years. I think. Uh, don't know the exact date. So, when people visit Lance, what do they what do they mostly ask you about? What are they mostly sort of interested in seeing or knowing about? Or, I mean, it, it's all about personal connections, I guess, in many ways. But from a from yeah, an over- well, overview point of view, what are people most sort of interested in? Well, I suppose most really don't know what they're coming in to see, um, and they're you know they're virtually amazed by by what we have got. Uh, of course, there's some that come in, um, you know, just hunting up family history, yep. uh, which we we have quite a bit of information on family history, but uh, we're not the main family history group in Wyndham. Uh, that's carried on at the um, uh, Pacific Werribee uh, Library. But, uh, well, we do have a, a lot. Um, we have a catalogued uh, photo system that's got, over eight and a half thousand images in it, and uh, as much as we can, they've all got information on on the photos. Um, and so, if someone comes in and asks for a name, uh, we can just punch that into the system, and any photos with that name on it will come up. Yeah, that's been a terrific uh, resource. We're seeing a transformation right now, right? This second of uh, of the CBD area, you know, with the Holiday Inn uh, going up and, and, mm. and all the changes that we're seeing around there. But, I mean, um, to, to chronicle uh, the, the change in uh, in the main street, even Sinnott Street, if you throw that into the equation, uh, in the last mm. 
40 years that you've been involved has been astronomical, hasn't it, uh, in terms of what it looked like 40 years ago in the early 80s and what it looks oh, like yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. One of our activities is um, I've produced uh, nine different lectures on different topics and one of them is uh, photographs of then and now, which actually need to be re-photographed because it's uh, quite a while ago that I that I did the now photographs. Yeah. So uh, that needs to be updated. Um, but comparing what you know what was around sort of uh, I think it's nearly ten years ago or something. Oh no, it's not ten years ago. Um, oh yes, it is. It's around ten years ago that the now photographs were taken. So. Yeah. They obviously need updating, but then it's nice to see what was there in sort of the very early 1900s. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I do these talks for schools. And the then and, the then and now photographs, uh, once you start showing, um, you know, what was there at McDonald's and the picture of McDonald's, well, of course, all the, you know, the kids relate to that. <laughs> get pretty excited. Yeah. 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 Because there, yeah. was, there was there so, were service um, stations and you know old old fashioned old you know the, oh black yeah blacksmiths you yes. know, oh, at one God. stage one stage we had about five blacksmiths in uh, in just working in Werribee so um, we got photographs of a couple of those yeah yes. so there's also uh, what's not commonly known also uh, another very important part of our history is the um, the Chaffee irrigation colony. Now, that was that actually was built and failed before the Mildura colony got going. Uh, you might you might remember the um, the Chaffee irrigation uh, system at uh, Mildura. You know that was a huge success, and Mildura wouldn't be there if it wasn't for the the Chaffees, You know, developing the irrigation system up there. And that came out of Werribee. But, uh, yes, they also. They also had a, an irrigation system at Werribee. Oh, wow. Around about three kilometres upstream from the Werribee CBD at the moment. And talking about the Werribee Township, the Werribee Township actually started about four or five kilometres upstream from where it is now. Something else that's not very well oh, known. Okay. And if you go for a walk along the Werribee River upstream from, uh, upstream from the township now, so yes, you're, you're talking uh, about heading, upstream, heading towards the race course, that in that direction. Uh, no, well, no, the Werribee River sort of heads off a bit the other way towards um, Shores Bridge up the Werribee along the Werribee River. Shores Bridge, Heath Road, yeah, Heath yeah. Road sort of crosses over Heath Road crosses over the shore, uh, crosses over the Werribee River at Shores Bridge. Well, the first river crossing, the first uh, location that where they used to paddle through the water. Uh, and then eventually constructed a bridge was only about a hundred meters upstream from Shaw's bridge and then the actual township was probably about um, I don't know about 300 meters upstream from there okay so um, if you go for a walk along the river you'll come to a, um, a huge stand of English elms uh, those elms were virtually in the grounds of the first hotel the first inn we had several names. Uh, it was called the Halfway, the Halfway Inn at one stage, and the Golden Fleece Inn. Right. But it was called the Halfway Inn because it was halfway between Melbourne and Geelong. Okay. But that it's not halfway now because yeah. um, in those early days, you virtually had to um, you to cross the Melbourne River. 
you had to go upstream before you started to head back down to Geelong. So we were virtually the halfway point. So in, yeah. ter- in terms of Werribee's in terms of Werribee's history and, and the work you've done, are there, are there are there still sort of holes in the in the history, or is it now a fairly complete picture that uh, that you guys have of uh, the history of the of the city well, of Werribee, now the city of Wyndham? Well, I'm working on something at the moment. I don't know whether you've heard of it. The uh, human the hobble. Human thing? hobble. Yeah. Human hobble. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, been working on that. I've had a uh, website running for nearly three years now, and it's had. Uh, it's had just over one thousand nine hundred hits, right? And I have I have not had one challenge. The former Surveyor General uh, Keith Bell, uh, I've got an email from him saying that um, that he he cannot see how anyone could possibly challenge uh, what I've put forward. So you, you're, so, uh, what, what is it that you're saying? You're saying that Human Hovel actually came to Werribee back what in the eighteen twenties or something? Eighteen twenty four. Yeah, they came. Uh, yeah, looking for um, uh, looking for grazing land, pastures, and things like that from Sydney. Well, they started from Lake George, which is near where the current town of Canberra is. Yeah. But that's where they sort of started. So, how has this not been and, known uh, up until now? Well, very interesting. Um, the thing is, a, a map that I saw on display at the State Library, Victoria. On about the third level, they have an exhibition called The uh, Changing Face of Victoria. Now, at the start of that exhibition, it changes every 12 months, but at the start of the, the year that I saw it, there was it started off with some Aboriginal artefacts, and then there was this old book. Now, this old book had a fold-out map, and as soon as I looked at the map, I could see that they did this map did not show them getting to um, Cryo Bay, and I thought, well, at some stage I've got to uh, do a bit of research, uh, try and find if I can access Hobble's journal, and it was nice and easy to locate on the internet. That was good. Yeah. Uh, I, I took photographs through the glass case of the map um, and produced. Uh, well, got permission to use the images that I took from the State Library. They gave me copyright to use the images and produced a, a PowerPoint presentation. Well, the State Library saw the PowerPoint presentation and said, well, we want, if you would write this into a book, if you would make this into book form, we would love to have this on our shelf. So I did. I produced 150 copies of the book, um, which I financed myself because I didn't want the Historical Society to be paying for something that they may not agree with. Um, anyway, so that book's been distributed. I've probably only got about 30 copies left. But uh, the main thing is the website now has been updated with information that I've found since the um, yeah since I've published the book. But uh, there's quite a few uh, clinches that it's that the expedition has must have terminated at the Werribee River. Um, Okay. Not not down at uh, not down at Hobble Creek Cryo Bay. Um, the, one of the main things is is um, well, there's there's many. They just could not have covered the distance from after they crossed the ranges. They could not have covered uh, well in excess of uh, 115 kilometres in in three days. So that's just one thing. The other is that um, there's a document that was written for the 
superintendent of New South Wales, uh, describing the coastline of Victoria. Well, it wasn't Victoria then; it was that was New South Wales still at that stage, of course. Describing the coastline and um, describing Port Phillip Bay, stating the main rivers flowing into the top end of um, Port Phillip Bay as being the Yarra Yarra, the Arndell, as named by Human Hovel, now now being called the Saltwater River, and the Werribee, that it was called, but then the Werribee River. Mm. So the Werribee River is separate to the Arndell River. Now, many people have been saying, oh, the, the Werribee must have been the Arndell, but obviously not. Of course not. But the, the Arndell was, in fact, the Merbinong. Now, you cannot oh, travel right from the Merbinong. You cannot travel in one day. You cannot travel from the from the Merbinong River down to Geelong uh, in one day. Um, okay. So there is just so many facts that cannot be disputed. Does that kind of throw into, um, into you know, uh, do historians sort of yeah. jump up and down and go, my God, you've, you've, you're rewriting history as well as researching it, obviously. But does that change, does that may have a big impact? I mean, you mentioned Hovels Creek and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there are, there are going, there is and a lot of people who are going to be very upset by this and do not want to, do not want to know about it. Uh, you've got the people of Geelong that would like to claim uh, claim that they got down that far. Yep. But, of course, there, there has never been a monument erected down there at the bay because you cannot, from the writings, you cannot determine where they got to. Oh, okay. Uh, you can't determine whether they, they, took their bear, they took readings of the bay from Point Wilson or Point Lilius. But... Even so, none of those work because from that far away, uh, Hobble talks about a, a gap in the Australian Alps. Well, it, it appears like there is a gap in the Australian Alps from Point Cook, and that's where I say they took their, their observations from because when you look towards uh, uh, the Yarra Valley, that is what appears to be a, a gap in the Australian Alps. Now, from Point Wilson, you just cannot see that far. And the same from Point Lilius, Point Wilson's in the way. Yeah. So nothing, absolutely nothing works <laughs> for Cryo Bay. There you go. But every, everything works for the Werribee River being the termination point. So, uh, Oh, well, good on you. That's a, yeah. that's a, a wonderful bit of investigative uh, researching on your behalf. Yeah, but there's, there are a lot of people who do, who do not want to accept, but they will not challenge it either because, because it can't be challenged, actually. But yeah. um, if people would like to have a look at the, the website, it's called humehovelexpedition.com. Beautiful. So it's not Hume and Hovel. It's not Hume and Hovel. It's just humehovelexpedition.com. No, no AU on the end of it. Okay. And uh, there's on, on that website, there, there's a, a PowerPoint presentation um, but you need to just click on the little arrows and it'll just go to the next slide, basically. Beautiful. But there's uh, 57 images in that PowerPoint presentation. Well, terrific. So, that's uh, that's fascinating. Not, fascinating. Now, I just want to get back yeah. to the society's rooms and, and the museum. You mentioned the old yep. Shire offices, it's called, in the in the CBD there on the corner of Watton Street and Duncan's Road. It's open during the week yep. from... It is. It's oh, only okay. open on a Saturday 10 till 1 and a Tuesday 10 till 3. Yeah. 
and yeah, we've got a you know virtually got the we've got a museum, and we've got well we've got a, these nine lectures running on a large screen TV, and right. people can just um, people can take a seat and sit and pause and and read through whatever they want to look at, so whatever topic appeals to them. Beautiful, good on um, you, Lance. Keep up, yeah. the, keep up the great work, you and the uh, and the people that work at the uh, the historical society. It's a very important part of of uh, what uh, what our city is all about. Now, obviously, obviously, used to be Werribee, but now is uh, the city of Wyndham. So, thank you so much yeah, for your time. Right. Keep up the good work. Okay, thanks for the chat. My thanks to Lance and keep up the great work uh, with the rest of the team at the Werribee District Historical Society. If you want to check it out, as Lance mentioned, it's in the Old Shire Office, as they call it, in the CBD on the corner of Watton Street and Duncan's Road, open on Tuesdays between 10 and 3 and Saturdays between 10 and 1. Thanks to Lance for his time and for his dedication. More interesting characters coming up on our Talking Wyndham podcast. You can go to the Committee for Wyndham website or the Facebook page and have a listen back to some uh, previous episodes of this podcast, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Take care of yourself, stay safe, and I'll talk to you again soon on the Talking Wyndham podcast. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. 